This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending and the library news. Hello, it's Miss Amanda. And Miss Jamie. And welcome to Among the Stacks. We have been really busy getting ready for programs and trying to read a little bit. Um, What's going on? on with you, Jamie, that's new? Anything new going on that maybe not library related per se? I mean, I need to get rid of my couch, but that's the only (laughs) thing I can think of that's not library related. That's at all uh, anything I have on my mind right now. This couch has been a has been a problem for you. It's an albatross. Yes. It's an albatross. It's a big giant couch with a bed in it. So it weighs a ton and my two dogs have been sleeping on it and I need to get rid of it. <laughs> so, well, okay. you know, if you set that couch out on the curb, it will be gone. Yes. That's all you've got to do. If I can just get it out of my house, but it honestly weighs a ton. But okay. anyway, eventually it'll go out. Anyway. So, um, but, uh, I, you know, you were talking about trying to read a little bit and I've been telling people, I know that a lot of people would rather hold a book in their hands. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but if you're busy and you still want to get some reading in, I, that's why I do audiobooks. And, and I, and you know, I love audio. I know you do, I but do. you have a baby now. So I it's have a different. Baby. But I also, I mean, the baby, yes, but I also go into these moods where I don't want to read a, like, listen to a book. I just want to listen to my podcast. I just need little snippets of stuff and not a whole big bunch of lots of stuff. I absolutely get that. Uh, I read an article once about romance, like Mm -hmm. Harlequin romance. Mm -hmm. And um, this article was talking about how people like moms of babies or young children Mm -hmm. um, really only have little bits of time. uh, And and so they want to read something that they can, you know, read for five minutes and come back and still know what's going on. Right. Like you can't really sink yourself into a, a a story that's complicated. Right. At that stage of your life. So I totally understand. Yeah. And if podcasts are what, you know, what floats your boat, then yeah. hey. Yeah, it's know. great. I mean, anyway. I have I have listened and read to 16 books so far this year. So it's not like I've not been reading. Yes, exactly. I, I just haven't been reading in the last month or so. But that's okay. Yeah. And that's fine. We had a great KPLA meeting last week. Yes, we did. We had Jason Reynolds. Wasn't he awesome? Yes, he was so good. And you know, this is, I'm ashamed to say, I wrote this on my report. I had never heard of Jason Reynolds before. I've seen his books displayed, you know, and things like that, but I never, you know, just put him and the book together. And so whenever he was on the stage, I was like, who's this guy? You know, and then he started talking. I was like, wow, like I have been missing out on a lot. He was so great. What a presence. Uh, So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Jason Reynolds is a a guest juvenile author. Yeah. And he did the keynote address at uh, the, the library conference that we went to last week. Yeah. And he is wonderful. So good. He does a lot of young adult uh, poetries and novels, and he's written books to relate to a specific crowd. He's been very intentional on who he wants to reach and go him. Like it is just awesome. And also, uh, you know, people always talk about getting kids to read books. He Mm -hmm. said that he read the lyrics to rap songs. Yeah. 
and that was his uh, thing because he How wasn't cool. really welcome in libraries. He was, you know, he felt like he was too noisy and got shooed out. Yeah. So uh, because, and he, a lot of it was because of the color of his skin too, you know, and that's I'm a sure. sad thing to say, but like it's a very sad. But he was, I mean, he's overcome so much, and now he's trying to, and he is, he's reaching that crowd, and yes. You know, just bringing their voice to life. And I don't know. He was just really great. I loved his Steve Harvey's. <laughs> yes, it was great. He was very inspiring. Yes. And he, yes he y'all know what we're talking about, but it was a complicated wonderful. relationship with Steve Harvey. Yeah. But he loves his mama. So he's going to he be loves there his mama. and re- watch those shows with his mama. <laughs> anyway, y'all have no idea what we're talking about, but yes. we would recommend you checking out Jason Reynolds. I'm Look sure he's Jason got Reynolds. some YouTube. I bet he's got some YouTube videos out there. I'm of Some sure. of his talks. So cool. He's, he's great. He's so great. cool. Um, well, so, anything else that yes. we need to talk about before we get I mean, into this? You're going to talk about some programs that are coming up, I know, uh, because you're very busy right now. I'm so busy. We started yes. in-house programs, what, three weeks ago? Yes. Three weeks ago. And so we've been really trying to bring those kids in at a safe level. Yeah. So we're registering kids. You have to pre-register for programs, and that's been iffy with some, and you're trying to please everybody and you just can't, you just can't make everybody happy. And, you know, one of those seminars we went to last week was um, highlighting if you're a perfectionist or not. And I am. And it really is hard because you can't be perfect all the time. No. And it's, and like, like Tuesday's program, for instance, like we had a huge crowd that day. I mean, it was at capacity, so it wasn't like we were over capacity, but I was like, Oh, Let's just let them help me this week. Let's let them cut out the things instead of me having to cut out everything for them. Jamie was awful. It was awful. And so I had this like mental break where my perfect program was crap. Like it was just, and it wasn't, it wasn't everybody, you know, to most everybody was great. But to me, I was like, it just didn't have the flow and the rhythm that I like everything to have. And Right. And it's hard when any, even one person is unhappy with how it, you yeah. know, turns out. So Yeah. And I mean, I think everybody then, was fine with it. It was just, it was a lot. I mean, we're celebrating National Ag Week this week. And I just wanted to put a little bit of extra, you know, into the program because we've had partnerships with um, Kentucky Farm Bureau to hand out bags of incentives for the kids. I just wanted to be, you know, I wanted my program to be a little bit extra. A little bit extra is hard and I'm tired. But it was still pretty great. <laughs> it, was it was great. It was pretty great. It was great. Yeah. So I think we'll do the rest of my programs, talk about them later because my, people might forget what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, but yeah. So what have you been listening to, Jamie? I started a book called Meddling Kids by Edgar Cantero. Uh, a while back and it's because I was listening my son who lives with me we listen to books together sometimes and he sort of lost interest in this book so uh eventually I just finished it on my own so So, pause um, is this the one that you were talking about with me that had all the really descriptive language and everything or no yes it is okay yes yes it's a it's I loved it um the kind of like it, it changes from maybe kind of like a screenplay to just regular novel language. It's very strange and a lot of people find it really off putting, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I enjoyed it and I thought, I thought it was great. Um, It's got humor and mayhem, uh, many tentacled 
uh, interdimensional demon spawn. Uh, it's, <laughs> but it's evil spawn. Yeah, but it's like a uh, it's like a Scooby Doo book for grownups. Oh, it's like Scooby Doo for grownups. So in 1977, the Blighton Summer Detective Club was this bunch of I think five kids, and they uh, spent their their school breaks and summers at this lake at uh, Blighton Lake. Mm-hmm. So they they would get together and solve these mysteries. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so in 1990, (laughs) I can't see my notes. So sorry. sorry. Pause now because Jamie's in a different room than I am and her security lights went off. It's completely black. Then they meet again in 1990 (laughs) and the, there was a dog that they had there. It was named Sean. But uh, they still have a dog, but this one is a direct descendant of Sean, and his mm. name is Tim. Okay. So he doesn't talk like Scooby-Doo, uh, but, he's, <laughs> but he's pretty smart. Uh, it's nostalgic. It's subversive. Uh, there are sly nods to H.P. Love, Lovecraft and pop culture. Hmm. And it's just, it's pretty great. There are some problems with some uh with some of the characters sexuality i feel like because this author is a man mm-hmm. he two of the characters well one is i guess i don't i don't know exactly what's going on but anyway i think he put kind of a man's view of how sexuality works for women mm-hmm. into this so it's so it's a little pl- problematic but yeah but it's a fun read and if yeah. you don't you know, take it too seriously. It's uh, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. And it is for adults, right? Yes. Okay. Definitely. So that is, um, Meddling Kids by Edgar Cantero. Fun. Yes. Well, I'll do a program ad now. We have so many programs. I'm having to like split them up and it's great. We're excited about it. Um, I recently joined the ACS Reads Council for our public school system and Wow. Like they have been given a huge gift, uh, this grant, and um, it's going to end up being $750,000 over the course of five years. And their main their main goal is to um, increase the value of literacy in children and their educators and their caregivers. So um, they're given book giveaways. They've already done a couple of those. Um, and they're going to specifically give books away to the homeschool community on Tuesday, April the 5th from 9 to 11. And that's going to be at the Board of Education. So if you are a homeschool parent and you've got some kids, it's for all ages, um, go to the Board of Education and they get to pick the book that they want to choose from all that they've got to offer. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you get this book and you get this book. No, they get to choose the book that they want from what they have available. So I think it's great. books are always great, but it's it's always better if they can choose the book they want. And I think it's great that the public school system is also – involving the the homeschool community too because we do have a great homeschool community and I'm glad that they're able to participate in this program as well. Yes. And they need a lot of support because yeah. they don't have the same kinds of uh support that public schools do. Yeah. So. And I see homeschool kids every week. My homeschool program, I've got, I mean, a great group of kids. And we had it today. I had 16 kiddos come and all super duper, like just so fun and eager to learn and really um, 
they love that hour to entertain themselves socially too with um, yes. the new friends that they've made. So it's really good for them. That is really good. All right. What else have you been listening to, Jamie? Well, for a while, as everyone knows, I've been uh, reading the entire Reacher series yes. by Lee Child. Yes. So uh, I've listened to exclusively throughout this whole series. So there was a man named Dick Hill who was the narrator for almost all of the books. And he became to me the voice of Reacher, Jack mm-hmm. Reacher. Um, so he retired and the last two books I listened to, I think it was just two, it might, may have been three, but I think it was just the last two. And he, uh, it was a new guy named Scott Brick. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at, uh, I was looking at some, I was looking on the internet to see if it was just me, mm-hmm. but, uh, but someone on Reddit, uh, a Reddit user commented that Scott Brick uh, makes Reacher sound like Niles from Frasier. <laughs> and he's just, he's very dramatic, which is yeah. good. Yeah. It's a, so see, I'm not criticizing Scott Brick. Right. I'm saying for me, Reacher is this very calm, very uh, not dramatic at all yeah. man or character. But, uh, but the, this new narrator is, is he reads it more dramatically. So, <laughs> so to me, it was almost just funny to yeah. listen to Reacher <laughs> saying these things with this, you know, this drama in his voice. And so it was really hard to listen to the last two books just because it was uh, different. Just so and, different. <laughs> so the narrator really makes a story if you're listening to it. Like, yeah. It yeah. Can, and if it, it can make it or break it sometimes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And if it's someone, uh, if it's something like that, like a really long series, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Mariah and I listened to all the Will Trent books by uh, Karen Slaughter, mm-hmm. and it was um, Kathleen Early okay. who narrates those. And Mariah checked out one that was by a different narrator. And she was like, no, they've changed the yeah. narrator. And I said, no, because I had listened to that one and it was still Kathleen. Mm-hmm. So what it was, was there were two versions. Oh. So she still was able to get the one with Kathleen early, but yeah. Dick Hill is gone. I'm never going to get him again for Reacher. <laughs> Poor he baby. retired and he's finished. He's done. So. <laughs> he's done. He hung up his coat and he is done. Yes. Oh. So I, I just, I wanted to put it out there that, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of not Dick Hill reading Reacher. <laughs> <laughs> not that you don't appreciate the new narrator. It's yes. just not the same. He's, he did a good job. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, he just didn't. It's like if you had a friend that calls you every day yeah. and then they suddenly called you with an entirely different voice. It's yeah. just very upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know. <laughs> so anyway. <clears throat> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> All right. Another program we're getting excited for is the library has partnered with uh, Community Action and the uh, Extension Office, as well as the Public Health Department, Need More Acres, um, the Hands Group at the uh, Health Department, and the it's the Allen Logan Simpson Community Family Childhood Council. That's a lot of people. That's a mouthful. It's a lot. But we are doing a kindergarten readiness program, and we're trying to target families with children five years and under. And instead of them coming to one of our facilities, we're going to go to them. So on Monday, April 4th, we're actually going to be at three different apartment complexes that day. Um, we're going to be at Green Valley, Alco Apartments, and Landmark. 
and uh, that'll be at 10, 12, and 2, and I'll make sure and put a description of that in our notes below, but you can also see the flyer and everything. I'm going to post that too on Friday on our social media on the 25th. And but, what will you be doing there? So we're going to have all kinds of activities and um, like little pop-up um, things for them to do um, activities with. So we're going to have like recipe demonstrations um, and that's going to have them being able to use spoons and things to measure their ingredients. Um, we're going to have kindergarten activities to help them learn how to cut and use scissors Um like, I think it's like 75% of kids go into the kindergarten classroom and they've never held a pair of scissors before. So oh, if you can imagine a teacher who's in charge of 25 kids, that's like, you know, I can't do any math, but that's a majority of her class that she's <laughs> going to have to be like, okay, you put your thumb in this hole and your finger in this one and you open and shut. Like, can you imagine having to do that? No, on your own? No, that would terrible. be so hard. Yeah. So lots of activities like that. I'm going to be in charge of a chalk obstacle course. I don't know how I got myself into that um, and more. <laughs> so we're going to have um, kits to give away, lots of books to give away, uh, things to get them prepared for the classroom. And we're not only teaching the kids these things. We want to make sure that the adult who is caring for them knows how to strategize and do these um, things with them as well while they're at home because learning oh, needs to happen first at home um, before, you know, give, give them a head start before they go to the classroom. Right. And it's hard for some parents uh, if they just haven't been around little kids or, yeah. you know, they just don't uh, know that they need to be doing it. So yeah. it's, it's good to show them, you know, kind of kind of help them along with what they need to be helping their children. With. Yeah. So really and even cool. though these are going to be at the apartment complexes, all are invited to attend. Uh, it's not just limited to those people who live there. Um, it'll be for everybody or, you know, families have got children um, who are fixing to be going into kindergarten. So oh, good. <clears throat> it'll be April the 4th on a Monday, beginning at 10. Yay. That Yay. sounds like a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, so, <laughs> Okay, uh, I'll give you the fun book next then. Okay. Because uh, I also have kind of a scary one to talk about. Okay. Yes. So Lisa Lutz is an author who wrote a little series called The Spellman Files a while back. Okay. And this was a, uh, a young lady that was a detective. Uh, like her family ran a detective agency. Not she was just out a, a detective. But anyway. Okay. So she, but every time she would date someone, they would... Um, her dad would run a background check on them, and <laughs> so it's <was> just <laughs> terrible. But it was a funny little series. But she has some newer books. Um, the one I just read was The Passenger, and it's not new, but it's newer because I only knew her from the Spellman books. So I just discovered that she has these other books. So it's a psychological suspense with a little comedy thrown in, and it's it's quite a bit darker than mm -hmm. the Spellman, uh, the Spellman books, but it's really good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, Why is it when I think of Spellman, I'm thinking of X Files? Is that not right? Why am I thinking that? I don't know. I don't maybe know. just because Spellman Files. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it was Files that got you. <laughs> I feel like Spellman is something. Maybe uh, the creator of X Files. I don't really know who that is, hmm. but hmm. it could be. I wouldn't we'll be surprised. To, I'll have to look into that. It's funny how weird little things get caught in your brain folds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're in like my little filing cabinet drawer deep down in there somewhere. Yeah. 
Well, so that sounds just interesting. Fell out of one. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Yeah, it's really good. I like <clears throat> psychological thrillers. So yeah, I do too. Anything like that usually can can catch my attention pretty quickly. So. I know I talked about this on the podcast earlier, but have you ever did? I, did you ever read the book Push? Push. I don't think so. Okay, you need to do that. Who's, I'll tell you. I, I can't remember the author. Oh. I'll have to have to tell you about it. So good. Okay. Okay. And then we'll put it in the notes when we figure out. Yeah, because I mean, me and Sheila talked about it on the podcast a few weeks ago, so it's been okay. a minute, but it's really good. It's a psychological thing, so you would like it. Do you have more program ads? I have more program ads. Look at this. Okay. So. Oh much. gosh, you have a lot. <clears throat> I know. Try not to bore you guys, but it's all it's exciting. I'm excited that it, we've got all this partnership. It's great. There's a lot coming up. And it's not just us. I'm, I'm wanting to promote other people, too, because there's so many good things happening in our community. And one of our favorites is Michelle Howe with Need More Acres. Oh, I love Michelle. Love Michelle. And she has been given this grant. Um, it's going to be available for pregnant women who are on Medicaid. And it's if they sign up, they're going to be eligible to receive 40 weeks of fresh food meal kits. Wow. And 40 weeks. That's it's almost huge. a whole year of fresh food from their farm. Um, and what's cool about it is like they'll deliver this to your door. You get a free cookbook of Michelle's. You get a cooking kit. And people who sign up, sign up and fill out surveys, they automatically get gift cards to different businesses in town. And I'm like, it's just amazing. So That's awesome. It's so awesome. So they're going to start signups for this beginning in April. Um, and then the first meal that they're going to be delivering. So that first delivery date will be uh, May the 9th. Um, but I just wanted to plug that in here because signups start next, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks. And is that, where would people sign up for it? Is it online or? It's on her, yeah. So it's at okay. uh, Michelle's website and that is www.needmoreacres.com. And she's got a, she's got a little sign up um button on there and uh, I know so we've partnered with them I helped them make their flyer for this event Uh, it's all free and we are also going to be able to hand out these flyers to potential moms here at the library if they come to programs that's a wonderful thing Michelle and her whole family are all about empowering women and helping Mm -hmm. people yeah they are just such a great family yeah if you've not ever heard of Michelle Howe Need More Acres I strongly suggest you look her, look her up. She's got an amazing blog, newsletter she sends out weekly. And she's just, I mean, it's like when I grow up, I want to be like Michelle Howe. She's so cool. She's, the best. she's so cool. <laughs> she is the best. Yeah. Okay. You have any more books? If not, it's okay. Uh, I have an author. Okay. Do um, that. So CJ Tudor, I recently discovered. Okay. Um, these books are kind of, uh, again, kind of, dark atmospheric uh, novels. Uh, she's It's British. So, you know, it's a little bit, I like uh, listening to books by British authors because mm-hmm. you, you have these people with the accent and, the, and it, different kinds of words. Yeah. Like they always say disorientated instead <laughs> of disoriented and, and just things like that. Uh, but anyway, I, I enjoy uh, her books. I've read uh, two now. The Burning Girls and the Other People. Okay. And the Other People is a little bit scary. Ooh, you like yeah. scary. Yeah, I do. So right. it was very good. <clears throat> well, one more thing that I've got to say, and then I think I'll be done. Um, we are so excited to be able to 
be part of the First Friday events in Scottsville that are taking place every First Friday downtown. And the First Friday event will be April the 1st. It begins at 6. And I believe for that first program, we're just going to have a little book sale on the front porch. So I know people have been wanting to come to the library for a book sale And we're not going to have all the books out. We're just going to bring a couple cards at a time. And as you're floating around the different activities on the square that evening, stop by the library's front porch and, you know, buy a book if you want to do that. So we're going to have that. And then a couple of, um, I think it was a little giveaway thing. I can't remember the actual thing, but I know for sure we're going to have that book sale set up April the 1st on a Friday beginning at 6 p.m. Yay, book sale. Yay, book sale. And I think we've got a couple. Yay, First Friday. Friday. Yeah, (laughs) we got a lot of fun things planned for First Friday events this year. And I can't wait to share all of those. And yeah, it's just been a really busy week. We have been so busy this week. Um, It's been National Ag Week. So all my programs this week have been celebrating agriculture. And it's so funny, like with my pre-K kiddos, I'm like, okay, guys, we're going to learn a big word today. And they're like excited because kids love learning big words. <laughs> they do. And I'm like, okay, can you say agriculture? And they're like, agriculture. And it's <laughs> so cute. So cute. So we've been learning it's about agriculture. It's so adorable. So learning about agriculture. Uh, Farm Bureau donated coloring books, pencils, and crayons for the kids this week. And I hope in some way we've been able to, you know, plant a little seed um, <laughs> to see let, what you did there. I know. Right. little pun. <clears throat> and see if, you know, just let make them appreciate farmers and all that they do a little bit more because so many people, Good. even adults, don't realize where our food comes from. And, you know, yeah. it's important. So I've had a fun week this week with ag for sure. Good deal. All right. Well. It was fitting great. to talk talk about uh, Michelle and <clears throat> need more acres uh, right? in, during Ag Week yeah. because uh, you know she's she's all about teaching people about agriculture and food and mm-hmm. food deserts and yeah all that so yeah she's so cool yeah. all right well we hope that you are able to you know <clears throat> plant a seed this week sometime in some fun way and we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Among the Stacks we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you among the stacks. Thank.